Hi everyone. Uh, today I would like to share with you some success factors uh, that have been discovered and, and experienced by the, the host to transform practitioners in uh, what works and what does not really work. Um, if you start providing sessions in your organizations or in the classroom with your students or in your co-work space or whatever workspace you actually work and we've collected 10 success factors and who knows you will discover more uh, we love to get to know about these as well uh, but for now you know I, I, we would love to save you a lot of hassle and, and uh, maybe difficulties uh, when you start these sessions which can be pretty excited so that's why we wanted to uh, to mention 10 well here you see me actually providing one of the sessions and we always uh, wrap up with a photo and it was really nice. I was, a, I was at a co-work space and there was a, 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 a friend of mine, a director of, a, of, a, of an organization and co-workers, uh, they got connected and it was really successful because you got the information of an organization combined with uh, the entrepreneurs and even uh, the CEO of a startup was there on the right side. So that was pretty cool. Uh, well, 10 factors to successfully um, provide a session in your, co in, your, in your workspace. Well, first of all, you do not have to name it literally a hosted transform, right? I mean, this is the name of the, of the movement, of the organization, if you will, um, that started all this. But if you want to call it network event or whatever please feel free to do that that's why i put it between brackets whatever suits your organization but we will come to that well first of all train intrinsic motivated people or practitioners um, we often had the experience that people wanted to join uh, but were not really sure if they could uh, if they could do it or if they really liked it or you know sometimes the, you get managers that push people to join a session um, well this is not really sustainable because in the end this person has to provide sessions out of own motivation and not by uh, feeling pushed by others so make sure the people that join the training host transform trainings that they love to work with people and that's the second that's already the second point that they enjoy love to work with people, for people, and they get inspired by it and energized. Um, often these are the more extrovert people, but it's not always the case. Uh, it's also a term of stretching your comfort zone. So maybe in the beginning you find it a little bit scary or awkward, but you get used to it and there's a new world opening up for you then. So that's pretty exciting. Um, so feeling excited is only natural uh, however if you do not like to work with people in general or you're more uh, an einzelganger or work yeah just like just that uh, this is totally fine uh, maybe it's not for you um, and then there's other people that uh, would love to provide these sessions okay so a third success factor uh, when you kickstart those sessions in your in your workspace or your work environment um, 
is that you rather not start those sessions, um, the trainings, I should say, by yourself. Um, it can be, first of all, pretty lonesome or, you know, you feel energized during the training because you meet all those people, but then you go back to your workspace and then you figure out there's, yeah, there's, you're the only one who got inspired by all these uh, cool methods of uh, unlocking potential and energy in your workspace. So now you're by yourself. And third of all, second of all, it's also really nice to be with someone that can coach you and has the same uh, state of mind and same starting point as you have. And uh, yeah, as you all know, one plus one is 11. So you can really help each other with that. We started our sessions also with a, we call it a little pool, a pool of practitioners in uh, several co-work spaces. And at the moment also in the government uh, departments um, and other institutions, there are small pools of practitioners that kick off those sessions on a weekly base. So yeah, so there's consistency because if as well, so that's the third reason, there's more consistency if you're sick or you might change department or something, then suddenly those sessions are not taking place anymore. So for several reasons, it's good to start kicking off those sessions in your work environment when you would, I would say more than three, um, but yeah, more than you yourself. It's way more fun. You learn more from each other and it's more sustainable. Fourth success factor starting uh, these sessions is that, uh, yeah, the more alignment you get uh, on forehand and more awareness uh, by people around you, uh, the better because they will join those sessions uh, when you provide them and they might become ambassadors, you know, the early adopters on forehand because it's something new in your organization. People will not know about it. So it's really cool, cool to actually uh, feel that support. And not only uh, by facts, it's, it's really easy. It's way better if you have ambassadors, but also in terms of your mental strength. It's really nice when people kind of, you know, nudge you. Uh, providing a session because you may, might not always feel like providing one because you're also busy or have other things on your mind. So it can become uh, a mutual uh, uh, a mutual way of, of, of facilitating that. Fifth of all, uh, yes, yeah, try to get as many different people in your groups as possible, I would say. I mean, you know, start easy, start with a group of people you know and, you know, give yourself a break. But over time, I would really like to challenge you to get a group of people that uh, exist out of multiple people from maybe different governance layers or uh, maybe different roles in your organization or maybe even from outside the organization. The other day, one of the practitioners had one of the clients joining the sessions and that gave a lot of extra dimension because, uh, yeah, it's really different than, you know, getting to the point immediately and feel not really connected with one and the other. Now, yeah, this person had a laugh with random people and then the meeting started. So I think that's really powerful and... Uh, yeah, you get to see the face behind the people of the organization. And I think that's really rare or often it takes a lot of time to get to that stage. So 
if there's multiple people, disciplines or teams or hierarchies or management layers um, or maybe other stakeholders from outside, could even be your friend at different or working at different organizations and want to have lunch with you, do, or, do invite them because I think this mixture is really key of the success of Host Transform, connecting networks outside the organization with networks inside the organization. Uh, okay. So yeah, you get new resources, new insights, etc. in your organization. I think that's uh, obvious. Uh, sixth of all, the name of the session, like I said, um, yeah, choose whatever name resonates with you, but most of all with the people you provide the sessions for. Um, yeah, it might be that those people, that your colleagues or your students or your peers um, or clients even are charmed by a certain terminology or triggered by a certain terminology like boosting your network session or fitness for your mind and network session or secret society like one of the organizations came up with secret society so you feel really proud that you're the exclusive person that is allowed to or invited to those sessions and this is a really great approach i think because yeah if you if you invite everyone and you get a lot of no responses then it's really difficult to uh, get those uh, host and storm sessions um, yeah popularized so i would suggest um yeah, call it in a in a way you uh, that resonates with you, but most of all with the participants in your organization. So maybe little uh, coffee break, uh, network moment, whatever. You come up with sometimes something. This will take time, but uh, over time you will come up with something. Seventh of all, start with um, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's what I just mentioned. Start with a concept name and adapt it over time. Listen to your participants, etc. Um, yeah. And also frame it positively, not uh, you know lacking, uh, remove, um, removing the sleep out of your eye sessions or uh, or connecting a hierarchy with the operation. I mean that's not really positive, of course. I'm not saying this is the case. Um, so frame it positively, what you actually benefit from the session. So networks, energy, connectivity, exchange of networks, knowledge and, um, and skills and other resources. Uh, invite uh, particip participants to join in a persuasive way. This is what I already mentioned. For example, by mentioning their secret society uh, approach that they get an email in their inbox and, and that is already um, announcing the session will take place in um, department X or in, in uh, meeting rooms Z and there um, they have to be at 11 o'clock. I think that's pretty cool because then they will definitely show up and not let you down because they feel so special. People are easy peasy sometimes, but I think if there's scarcity and exclusivity, um, yeah, people uh, are willing to do more. Uh, yeah, 
also in terms of the 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 training also try to get intrinsically motivated participants i mean it's okay when there's people with resistance uh but yeah try to get to the lower fruit as we say first um one of the participants said yeah if i start with as um, inviting the managers i will get demotivated because they're always busy etc so um, start with the uh, people that work next to you that make you feel more comfortable with um, so you make it yourself easy as well and last but not least enjoy the process I mean you will come up with way new and more input uh, than I have for you right now after two years of practice um, so I'm curious if you have any input uh, success factors based on your experience please note it down below um, and if you have any questions don't hesitate to write them below but I think it's even more easy to uh, to go to bit.ly slash h2t question and uh, if you have a good question I might even make a video out of it so uh, don't hesitate to uh, if you have any questions about how to facilitate a group that might know each other or do not know each other how to um, uh, engage them um, how to what to do how to deal with decision-making processes of multi-stakeholders it could be anything you know surprise me and I will do my best okay thanks for uh, watching this video and uh, also let me know if this was of help thank you very much bye bye have an agile day